Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The severe weather has been and gone. Hope you fared well. Chilly breezy today. Highs of 54, 52 tomorrow, 56 on Friday. Then a bit warmer on Saturday, highs of 62, but dry for all four of those days. And Sunday, a 70% chance for showers, highs of 66. Right now, we're somewhere between 50 and 55 degrees in the metro area, depending upon where you are. It is Wednesday, January 25th, 2023, but let's look ahead to the presidential election, shall we? For that, we welcome in our friend David Schultz, professor of political science at Hamlin University. How you doing, David? I am doing great, and I hope you're doing well despite all the, we- the weather you're getting. I I am as well. Um, you guys having it very cold up there? 27 and probably maybe about an inch of snow today, about average for this time of year. Mm, I'd take that. Um, tell me what's going on with documents, because I, w- I look at this, I'm not trying to be funny here, but you know they say a rising tide lifts all boats, so I wonder with this document thing if... It, it's an equalizer. If everybody's equal, they got documents, we got documents. Nobody cares if anybody has documents. Is this a really uh, important thing? Is this going to be some kind of determining factor in anybody's run for president? I want to divide it two ways. Is it an important thing? I think so. Well, yeah, that's, say, wait, let me yeah, put that in context. I didn't mean to the security of the nation. I meant to the yeah. election. Certainly you would think to the security of the nation it is an important thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the point I wanted to get yeah. to. But in terms of, you know, the fact that documents are now what? We have Pence, we have Biden, we have Trump. Um, I think it now starts to blur in a lot of people's minds and say, okay, what's the big deal? Everybody has done it at this point, and it maybe becomes an equalizer at this point. So for any for any of the Democrats out there who are thinking, great, we got another thing to use against, against you know, Trump. Now we got the problem with Biden. And for people are now saying, well, maybe there's an alternative to Trump within the Republican Party. We've got Pence. You know, I, I, I just think at some point it just almost equalizes the game back to, what, four months ago or something like that, you know, to where we were before, that the level playing field, because people are just going to say, everybody's doing it. Yes, exactly. Despite the fact, as you said earlier, that, you know, a couple of minutes ago, it is important to the security of the nation. What do the latest numbers show, and how do you even go about polling at this point to determine who – um, is in a lead where or has a national lead? How would you go about that, David? Well, you start 
obviously pollsters are starting to ask the questions at this point. And for all the problems that we had with polls, let's say during the election season, I think we have them even more now because a lot of people have tuned out at this point. You know, they're, they're worried about what? Going to work, paying bills, raising their kids, things like that. And so what you're probably just getting is kind of, I don't know, um, you know, quick reactions at this point. I'm going to say just partisan reactions at this point. Um, if you're a Democrat, do you want Trump to – I mean, do you want Biden to run again? Yeah, I want Biden, you know, et cetera, et cetera, like that. So I would say the polls right now don't really mean a lot, much in the same way when we go to, actually to the presidential election year. You know, the, you know, the in many cases, the early primaries don't tell us a lot of stuff. You know, but the polls are important here right now because it'll, it'll be critical for some candidates, let, let's say – you know, a Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis, you know, her names that are being floated in terms of the maybe traveling the country, maybe starting to do some preliminary fundraising and so forth. But right now, I would just say that the polls, I don't know, at best are just reflecting, I don't know, you know, you know people's gut instincts in terms of name recognition more than anything else. Does it always come down to the economy? Stupid. You know, I'm not calling you stupid. I'm just using the, yeah, the quote. Um, is it all about that or do people I guess I'm wondering, David, if people get more in the partisan lines, they get pull up to the red pump or the blue pump. Or is it all about what they're paying at the pump and the gas prices? Well, when, you know, when the line, this was, this was Jim Carville's line, you know, to Bill Clinton back in the 1990s. And back then we had enough independent voters, you know, where you could say it's the economy stupid, you know, and you'd move some voters and people weren't as, as partisanly as attached as they are now. I mean, my guess is at this point is that probably 95 percent of the voters are locked in on partisanship. You know, you, I mean, you know, you know, nominate my cat or dog as a Democrat or a Republican, you know, and, and they're going to vote the Democrat or Republican. So you're looking at what really at the end of the day, probably moving maybe, you know, 5% of the voters, as we've talked about before, and a few swing states that really might matter. But for the most part, I think the economy um, um, just becomes one of the other things that we seem to be partisanly divided over in this country. We seem to, you know, you know, you know, we seem to interpret, you know, inflation through a partisan lens and employment through a partisan lens. Look, at we're looking at a, a debt ceiling, looking at it through a partisan lens. And so I, I, I just think it's just another one of these um, um, variables that just divides the country. So is I guess the question is, is green more important than red or blue or does red or blue trump green? Pardon the phrase Trump, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean exactly. Yeah. I think it's probably you know red and blue trump green mm-hmm. at this point, although green probably might be a motivating factor for some people in terms of the fact that if the economy is tanking in 2024, you know, there might be some Democrats who are saying, well, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm less likely to vote for him. But again, if we think about it, the elections really come down to um, it's those few voters in a few states that matter or for the control of Congress. It's a few voters in, a, in about 30 congressional seats that really matter. It's, it's the logic of small numbers. We just have to move, you know, very, very small numbers of people. Remember, three years ago, move 43,000 voters in Arizona, Wisconsin, and Georgia, move them in the other column. And Donald Trump is in his second term as president. That's how few voters seem to really matter anymore. Um, I live in Minnesota. You're in, in, in Louisiana. On one level, it doesn't really matter how we vote in the presidential election because we know what's going to happen in our states. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. And they do have it narrowed down now where you're talking about how many people you said, 30,000, 40,000 throughout a couple of about different f- states? About, about 43,000. I'm going to guess in this coming election it's going to be even less than that. Well, we're not quite down to saying how Dick and Jane you know, vote on Front Street you know, in, in, I don't know, in, in Atlanta, Georgia, decide the election. 
but we're getting pretty close to that. Well, they had that movie with Kevin Costner. Remember that, where I think he was the oh, yeah, he yeah, his daughter. Yeah. Somebody was the deciding vote in the presidential election. I might be conflating my stars. I'm not sure. All right, we'll take a, bro- a break. Pick it up here. We come back. 504-260-1870. Who do you think is the front runner when it comes to um, not Louisiana? Because I think we know Louisiana is going to go red. But who do you think, in when terms of swing vote, who's the front runner? Who do you think is going to be president in November of 2024? 621 traffic now, WWL. 625, Tommy Tucker, WWL, back with David Schultz, professor of political science at Hamlin University. His latest book, Trumpism, an enjoyable read. You can get that at all the usual outlets. Yes, you can. Okay. I, I think it's a fun read. It's not going to get you mad or angry, but it is going to be an interesting snapshot of where we stand politically. Somebody texted this in. I find it interesting that um, what a sad, sad state we are in. If the best we have is Trump versus Biden, we can do better, much, much better, both parties. But I disagree with you and your guest. Every vote matters. Every state matters. Yes, I understand the swing states, but you can't take anything for granted eight to nine years ago. Would you have thought that Louisiana would have elected a Democrat governor? And since he's done a great job and I am a conservative Republican, but I think they got a couple of logic mistakes there or at least comparisons. Go ahead, and David, and give me your opinion on that. Well, certainly at the let's say at the level below, let's say the presidential yeah, you should vote at the end of the day. I mean, and your state's a good example of it. My state, you know, which has flipped the legislature between Democrat and Republican, it certainly matters. You know, part of what I'm sort of saying here is, is a little bit of sarcastic also is the fact that because um, the way we have the Electoral College set up where 48 out of, you know, 50 states are winner take all, the distribution of Democrats and Republicans, it's unfortunately come down to the point where it's such an incredibly few number of states that actually matter. These are the states that the candidates campaign. Et cetera, et cetera. And that's what I'm really getting at here is that I, I really do want people to vote at the end of the day. And I think we ought to encourage it and at the local level. It's important who serves on your um, school boards, your city council. That's what hurts, David. Like, that's what yeah. hurts when people and, and look you, what David's saying. You can verify with where the candidates go before the election, what states they spend yeah. time campaigning in, where they spend their advertising dollars, et cetera. So it's proven. But unfortunately, the down ballot races are what suffer when people say, ah, Trump's going to carry it or Biden's going to yeah. carry it, so I'm not going to go vote. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And we should show up to vote for those. I mean, and we do know, and we've actually been able to measure this, in the swing states where the candidates spend more time campaigning, voter turnout you know, is higher than it is in the non-swing states. So imagine if, if your state was actually in play, um, how much higher the turnout might be, because there'd be more advertising, there'd be more appearances, you know, people would get a little bit more sort of you know, ginned up or jazzed up for the race. And that becomes kind of the tragedy of American politics, is that is that we should show up to vote even if our state's not in play presidentially, but a lot of us don't. And then we sort of work further down. I don't know, again, if your state's anything like my state, you get down to like city elections, which really matter, which really matter a lot. You get 5 and 10 percent of the people who show up to vote. I mean, what kind of cheesy democracy is that when we elect mayors with 10 percent of the vote or something like that? And then procedurally, you have the primary process – where the more active people in the party vote in those primaries, which tends to make candidates go more to more to the edges, right, more to the fringes. And that's why we wind up with who we have to to vote in November, and we're saying we can't do any better than this. But the primary process has a lot to do with distilling that. 
No, you're right. I mean, I mean, if I had my magic wand and I could wave it, I mean, we need to change like some of our basic rules of the game. The way I describe American politics, we've all played games like was like Monopoly or Risk, you know, you know, basic board games or something like that. And the rules determine how the game is played. And it's the same thing. We have the rules of American politics, you know, like for primaries, you know, you know, conventions, stuff like that. I think we need to change the rules because you're right. Because right now, by the time we get to the general election, we've already got the choices made for us, and they're, they're not appetizing for most of, or at least for a lot of us. So they're not we need to change those rules. They're yeah. not, but then we put red salt or blue pepper on it, and that makes it more appetizing. Am I wrong? I think you're right in terms of what's happening at this point. We color it, you know, with the red or blue at that point to try to make it look better. Um, it still stinks. It tastes terrible, still, but it, yeah. but it's like, well, you know what? At least it's blue, or at least it's red. We're going to spend some more time on this one day, David, talking about primaries and electoral college and so forth. Somebody texted in about the documents are a distraction, the big issue, immigration, the economy, et cetera, but. Crime. Those issues are hard for politicians to do anything about, so they'd rather have us going at each other. Not that the documents is a culture war thing, but they'd rather us have us engaged in golf and uh, culture wars and worried about real problems and real solutions. Correct. Incredible. Thank you, David. I appreciate your time. A pleasure as always. David Schultz, professor of political science at Hamlin University. When we come back. We're talking with Mark Silk, director of the Leonard Greenberg Center for the Study of Religion and Public Life, about churches and congregations. Why are they on the decline? And I will ask you, and you can answer me, 504-260-1870 anonymously, do you go to church anymore? Have you ceased going? I don't go to church anymore. I haven't been in, in years. I guess I feel like sometimes, well, I do feel closer to God when I don't go. 6.30, time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Dave Cohen. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.